0: Got us killed. Are you brainless? I spec. The ability to speak does not make you intelligent.
1: Now get out of here. No, no, Mr. Stay. Mr. and Binks. Mr. your humble servant. That won't be necessary. Oh, but it is. It is demanded by the gods, it is. Stay down. You saved my again.
0: What's this? A local. Let's get out of here before more droids show up.
1: More? More did you speak? Excuse me, but the most the safest place would be Gonga City. Is where I grew up. Tis a hidden city.
0: City. Uh huh. Can you take us
2: there?
1: Uh. On second thought, no. Not really. No. 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 It's embarrassing. But uh, my friend might have been banished. Might have forgotten. The bosses would do terrible things to me. Terrible things to me if me going back there.
3: You hear that? Yeah. That is the sound of a thousand terrible things heading this way. If they find us,
1: they will crush us, grind us into tiny pieces, and blast us into oblivion. Ah. Oh. Your point is well seen. This
2: way, hurry.
1: Jar Jar, Misa a friend of Jar 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 Jar, Misa cousin, okie okay day Yeah, sure, that's the ticket, he's a Misa cousin Jar Jar, I know Jar Jar So when Misa see him, Misa say you saying hi Oh no, uh oh, Misa gotta go. Hearin' what's so wrong, y'all? Didn't you say hearing what the Misa just say? Jarja Misa ka's day. Hey, Misa don't dance, Misa very bad. Misa very, very bad. Mike it follow Misa face. There's no chance you should get me on the floor. Misa here the Macarena
0: fun begins. We'd be honored if you would join us.
4: Hello and welcome to the Blue Mill Cafe. Grab an empty stool at the counter and place your order because we're about to talk all things Star Wars and Geek. Welcome back into the cafe. Misa called Jeff and today is a very special day in the cafe. Got the place all decorated today. Got the Jar Jar tree set up in the front window. And we're all ready to celebrate Talk Like Jar Jar Binks Day. And of course we celebrate because it's also Ahmad Best's birthday. And to help me celebrate I had a very special friend come and visit me today in the cafe. And at one time I thought I was the biggest Jar Jar Binks fan out there. But I met this person a couple years ago, and I think he might be a little bit bigger fan than I am. His name is Mike. He runs the Hey Blabber podcast. It is a podcast devoted to Jar Jar Binks, and he is also the founder of International Talk Like Jar Jar Binks Day. Happy Talk Like Jar Jar Day, Mike. How are you doing today?
5: Happy Talk Like Jar Jar Binks Day, Yeah. Thanks for having me in the cafe. It is good to be here. How's your international subject or her big stay
4: been going? It's been going good. I've been talking my talking a little Gunganese here and there and talked a little today at work in Gungan and I don't even think anybody really noticed. They just maybe thought I was still feeling the effects of the weekend. So yeah. But yeah, really had no one question me. How's your day been going?
2: It's been good. i um,
5: been doing a lot of posting on social media. I also went to work and um, we actually had a. Uh, someone had added to our group calendar International talk like Jar Jar Big a couple of years ago. So now it's on. The uh, entire group's calendar and uh, my boss actually sent out an email to everybody saying happy international talk like Jar Jar Binks Day. Um, so I did a little gungy speaking at work. Uh, not too much. I didn't have too many meetings today um, but I did do a little bit. So it was fun um, but I've been doing a lot of it on uh, Facebook and Twitter and just checking to see what's going on and seeing all the other people around the world uh, talking in gun news.
4: Yeah, I noticed you sent out a tweet asking if people participated to let them know what country they were uh, celebrating in. Did you get any uh, different countries back?
5: So. I haven't, I haven't, uh, collected all the data yet, but I believe most of the people are in the United States, which is kind of what I would expect, but, uh, like, the first person who responded to me said they were in India, hmm. um, I believe we had one person in Scotland, and, uh, I'm trying to think where else, um, I, I planned on, uh, Collecting that data and putting it in my international talk like Jar Jar Binks Day roundup uh, probably tomorrow uh, when I get a chance. But I definitely did get a few responses. It's not all United States, um, right? But so far, most of it has been. Um, I also I've noticed a lot of other countries on the international talk like Jar Jar Binks Day page day. Oh, wow. I would look throughout. So I saw saw Egypt at one time. I saw Saudi Arabia at another time. And there was, like, Spain. And I don't know if all these people were actually...
4: Okay, we had a couple technical issues there with Skype, connection issues, but we think we have it figured out, and we're back now. And Mike was just explaining to us um what countries he heard that participated in international talk like jar jar binks day today if you think you knew where you, where you were with that mike
5: right well so i was i was saying i did i i put out a tweet asking for uh, people to respond and let me know what country they were in uh, if they were inter- if they were participating in an international talk like Jar Jar Binks Day, and most of the responses I received were United States, uh, but I did receive a few uh, that were outside of the U.S. Uh, one, the first response I got was somebody in India, and they responded that international talk like Jar Jar Binks Day was already over um, because they're they're ahead of us in a different time zone um and i think that was only like four or five o'clock at that point um uh, august i it was already over and also uh i believe scotland was another one and i think there i think there might have been a few other ones um, and i'll have to check and compile all the results uh, when i do these. Uh, international Conflict Jar Jar Big Day Roundup tomorrow.
4: Okay, and that's a blog you do on your website, correct?
5: Yeah, so the last couple of years I've just kind of uh, put some tweets up to talk about how the day went. And yeah, I usually do a uh, blog post on Conflict uh, like Jar Jar Day and the website, Conflict like Jar Jar. Day.com, and um, you know, I usually do a few blog posts there every month, and I give you a, a roundup of the holiday. Um, so I'll probably put those results there um, when the day is over. And I was also saying that I noticed a number of other countries hitting the International Public Geographic Big Stay website. Um, like I, I've seen Saudi Arabia and Egypt um, and Spain, Germany, just name a few um, that were visiting the website. And I don't know that these people were necessarily participating in the holiday. They might have just been looking at the website for something else. Um, but there were definitely a number of other countries going to the site
4: today. Yeah, that's that's cool just to know that, you know they they're at least looking at the site, even if they didn't yeah. participate.
5: Yep, yeah, and it was definitely definitely more hits than usual. So however they were finding the site, they were finding it. And I, I noticed a lot of uh, it's to the Gungan Translator that's on that website you know, before i using it. Uh, to talk
4: probably charge a little bit. Yeah, well, I know I use it a lot, so... I was hitting it a couple times today. Uh, okay, that's good. Yep. So, sometimes, you know, you just have to do it to see if... a certain word translates or not.
5: Yeah, I mean... Even I, um, put that database together over the last couple of years, I'm still not necessarily sure sometimes what the word is or if I've found an equivalent, uh, word incumbent, so I will go there a lot and, uh, use it. Sometimes I just do it off the top of my head. Right. go back and double check.
4: Uh, um, Yeah, and I'm not sure how many people have listened to your Hey Blabber podcast yet Because it still is fairly new I know I've been listening And on your last episode, one thing I found intriguing that I never knew before Was the Jar Jar in a Car For those that haven't listened to your podcast before Can you tell them what Jar Jar in a Car is all about? A Jar Jar in a Car is a condition
5: that I started two uh, years ago on, during the 2nd Annual International Puffet Generations Season and it's kind of a takeoff on Elf on a Shelf um, and so what happens is a Jar Jar in a Car, at least one, will come to your house and there's a little Jar Jar action figure in a car, and it sits in your house, and it watches you and your family each day from August 1st on. And it determines whether you deserve uh, international conflict like Jar Jar Big Day or not, uh, whether you're practicing your Gunganese enough, whether you're uh, being good or bad, and each night the jar jar in a car goes back to Odagunga and talks to boss staff and tells boss Mass what is found in your house and then it returns to your house and goes into a different location so in theory each day the jar jar in a car should be in a different location um, at least from the previous day uh, I haven't come up with any rules where it has to be unique each day. Although, I do try and um, make it as unique as possible.
4: Although, there's only so many places the Jar Jar in the car can be. Right. And, I noticed also in your last episode that your kids were having a little disagreement on whether one of them or the other one moved the Jar Jar in a car? Right,
5: so, um, the first year that I put out the Jar Jar in the car, my kids, uh, at least my, my son and my youngest daughter, both immediately went and touched the Jar Jar in a car. And I explained to them, you're not supposed to touch the Jar Jar in the car. If you do, um, it loses its magic and then there will be no international topic Jar to Jar Day for you and your family and also the well, boss come and eat you. Um, <laughs> at least that's the that's legend. And they didn't care, they touched it, they moved it, they hit it, and then um, it took me a little while to find it that year. And, but since that point, they've generally been pretty good, at least that's what I thought. But then when I was talking to my son about it, he said that my daughters were moving the Jar Jar in a car and playing with it when I wasn't around. So I then brought them in on the podcast and asked them about it, and they said no, he was lying. Um, So I don't actually know what the truth is. I haven't really determined it. Uh, I think it might be, you know, it might be some truth on each Maybe my son thinks they're moving it, and they're not actually, uh, or maybe they accidentally moved it sometime. But I haven't figured it out for sure. Yeah, but yeah, there's
4: definitely yeah. yeah. just siblings being siblings, and you know, trying to blame the other.
5: Exactly. Uh, exactly. So, uh, but they've really enjoyed. The tradition. Um, I'm surprised that they like it as much as they do, but we don't actually do uh, and shelf in our house. Okay. So I'm guessing they probably uh, are having are having the fun that they would have with and shelf, but instead it's on the car. Right. And we actually have we had two this year, and and we had. We've gotten the second
4: one last year, so uh, each day they have to look for both of them. That, that's awesome. That they they they're getting into it as much as they are. That, that is really cool. Yeah,
5: yeah, it's really fun. I mean, these little traditions are growing up
4: around around the holiday. Yeah. Is there? Is there any, like, plan? Like, what would you like this day to become? I mean, personally, I would like it where we actually get off work. Would be nice.
5: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that would be great. I think that's probably unlikely. Right. But I, I guess you never know. Um, I mean, I, I would like to at least see it um, maybe acknowledged by Ahmed Beth, maybe acknowledged by the official Star Wars site and uh, social media accounts um, I would definitely like to see people having international talk like Jar Jar Binks Day celebrations and parties um, Yeah But, uh, you know it's still early in the in the life of the holiday right it definitely seems like it's growing I feel like more and more people are participating and, and uh, following the the account that I do have each year so you know it's, it's slow going but I'm hoping that more and more people will Start following it. I mean I, I kind of feel like that's what happened with May the fourth. I think it just started off as something that some Yeah maybe some internet sites celebrated and were um, promoting and you know, now it's a thing that lots and lots of people like, you know, Star Wars.com acknowledges it and puts up articles each year and, you know, even other other companies and restaurants will have things. Yeah. That's kind of... That's kind of... I would love if something like that, maybe not to the extent of May the 4th, but, you know, a little more acknowledgement
4: and celebration. Yeah, yeah. Be yeah. Except May the 4th thing sort of came out of nowhere with... I think it was, like you said, I think it was just a couple of diehard Star Wars fans like us maybe that sort of started, you know, hey, may the fourth be with you. And all of a sudden that became the, you know, at first the unofficial Star Wars Day. And now it seems like it is the official Star Wars Day, at least.
5: Yeah, I mean, I think that that has overtaken anything else. I know some people might celebrate <clears throat> May twenty fifth, right? As Star Wars Day, some people celebrate Life's Day, but I think I think May the Fourth has definitely overtaken even those. Yeah. Um, you know, and as I said, I don't I don't necessarily expect Chocolate Choker Jar Day to overtake that, but it would be nice if it was kind of on a similar
4: level. Well. Yeah, I would like to see it. I think it could get to the same level as Life Day. So.
5: Yeah, that, that would be great. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's been fun. It's something I definitely look forward to each year. My kids seem to be enjoying it as well. Um, they get excited. When it when it's coming around, right? And um, yeah, We even had we had some blue milk today um, in honor of the holiday. My wife put some food coloring in milk that my kids had, so we had blue milk. Oh,
4: there you, for, you go.
5: Um, and I mentioned I was gonna be on the Blue Milk Cafe podcast, <laughs> so kind of. Inspired that. Yeah. I don't, I don't. I don't know that Jar Jar himself actually drinks blue milk, but uh. Well. Maybe
4: he does. Yeah, we we really don't know.
5: Yep. We know. Well, I mean, Luke now drinks green milk as well as blue milk. Yeah. So, this is the thing. What kind
4: of milk, Jar Jar? Is yeah. Who knows? But yeah, it would it would be really nice to have. You know, just for Ahmed to maybe see one of the tweets from you know, talk like Jar Jar Day and just retweet it and just doing that, I think would really ramp up the holiday yeah,
5: yeah I mean, something I noticed today is
2: that
5: uh, Star Wars Twitter account actually was on at that Happy birthday! Which I hadn't noticed in other years. I'm not sure, you know, for sure that they didn't, but I feel like, you know, there's been more um, focus on Ahmed Best and a lot of like this year being the 20th anniversary of the Santa Menace, right? So, you know, he's been getting a lot more. X meal, which is which is good, and I'm excited to see that StarWars.com was just wishing him a happy birthday. You know, yeah. Um, it been, if they were also like, it's also international, talking charger base Day, But just him getting a happy birthday from uh, the Star Wars account, that that was cool.
4: Yeah, that, that'll come in time. I I think Star Wars, the Star Wars account will. I think maybe someday they'll notice the the holiday, and recognize it. But, I, like you said, these things take time. So that's all we can do is hope that they yeah. see it, they acknowledge it, and we get it out there.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and I mean the the Havelapper podcast is just another avenue to you know, try. And- Spread awareness of the holiday, as well as talk about Jar Jar. You know, right? I have a few episodes now, but I've
4: been enjoying doing that as well. Yeah, and I I really enjoy it. It is a it is a good podcast. So you're you're doing a great job, and having your kids on the last episode was really fun, entertaining, made me laugh just to hear them go back and forth and you know, person like me that has, I have two younger twin sisters and I have an older brother, so I know how that stuff goes.
5: Yep. Yeah. I definitely wasn't. A, I wasn't expecting that um, when I had my son on. I was just. I just wanted to get his perspective on things because I had had my daughters on the previous. and then he mentioned that uh, whole thing where they were secretly moving the Jar Jar in the car, and i right. uh, like, I gotta have, I gotta have my daughter come on and refute that, yeah, they gotta defend
4: themselves, so,
5: yep, yeah, so, that's, so that was fun, um, and I hope to have, like, I definitely have to hope to have other guests, uh, I definitely would like to have you on at some point in the future, oh
4: yeah, I'd love to be on, and,
5: uh, yeah, Maybe someday I can
4: uh, get some people involved with the creation of Jar Jar and maybe even Ahmed himself. I don't know. Right. Um, they, yeah. Uh, you never know. You never know. So, I mean, before we went on our hiatus on my other podcast, I do with Tristan, the Canto Cast, I was trying to get uh, James Arnold Taylor.
5: Oh, yeah? On our podcast, and... I I do remember seeing some tweets from you. And he... Uh, Did you ever get any sort of uh, response, or...?
4: I got... (laughs) I got a like and a retweet from James himself, but really didn't get any things saying, you know, contact me, DM me. So, I don't know what that meant, but... Yeah, I'm not going to give up. I'm just going to let it cool for a while since we are on hiatus over there at the Canto because I would probably want to get him on that one over there since I told Tristan, you know, I was going to try to do that for him. So, but we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, like I said, you never know. If you tweet Ahmed, you never know. He might get back to you and say, hey, that sounds cool.
5: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I hope so. Someday. And I hope uh James Arnold our does get back to you at some point and you can get him on the show. I actually I believe in past years I've gotten him to participate in an international talk like there's a thing say a little bit.
4: Yeah, so. he's he's pretty interactive with the with his uh, fan base, so
5: that's cool yeah I mean that's that's definitely a possibility and yeah if I, if I can get on it that's fun someday Yeah. Even even you know some of the artists that worked on it I you know I doubt I would ever get George Lucas on I've never really heard him do too much uh, yeah the interviews I don't think he's I don't know how the podcast He's
4: been yeah I don't think I've ever heard him on any so yep but well hope you have well you have a great rest of Jar Jar Binks day. and if you want to go ahead and you know plug all your stuff plug your podcast and your website and let people know where they can get in touch with you online and stuff
5: yeah, well, thanks for having me. Uh, it's been fun. Sorry
4: about the all the technical issues. It uh, it's okay. Hopefully I can hopefully I can fix it easy. where I won't even know. <laughs> but yep.
5: and, um yeah, so the international talk like Jar, Jar Binks Day website is talk like And you can go there, there's a Gungan translator and there are key cards and I have all of the Jar Jar Banks quotes. Um, everything he's ever said in any movie or TV show is on there. And I also have a Twitter account and a Facebook account associated with Chocolate like Jar Jar Day. Um, Twitter is Talk Like Jar Jar and I believe Facebook is Talk Like Jar Jar Jay. Um, those are different mainly because of the character limit that uh, I believe Twitter had a shorter uh, username uh, character limit. So uh, they ended up just being Talk Like Jar Jar. For the Hable Blabber podcast, heyblabber.com is on the website. And on Twitter, we're Hey Blabber. And on Facebook, I don't think I have Hey Blabber. I think it's uh, something more complicated than that. But if you go to heyblabber.com, there's a link me is at TalkLikeJarJarDay.com is an email, and also HeyAtHableAver.com is another email.
4: Either one will come to me. Um, I guess those are the many different ways to do online. Alright. Well, it was awesome having you in here to celebrate Talk Like Jar Jar Day tonight, and like I said, hope you have a great rest of the holiday, what's left of it. And That was the Blue Mill Cafe for this week, and as always, until next time, order up. cafe. We know life is all about passions. Thank you for lending me your ear while I shared all of mine. And remember, blue milk, it does a body good.
2: humble servant
0: that won't be necessary star wars based on characters and situations created by george lucas episode six the millennium falcon deal A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, there came a time of revolution, when rebels united to challenge a tyrannical empire. This bitter struggle brought disaster to the life of young Luke Skywalker, when his uncle purchased the Astro droid R2-D2, unaware that R2's memory banks held secret plans vital to the rebellion. Imperial stormtroopers hunting for R2-D2 and his interpreter counterpart C-3PO have savagely murdered Luke's uncle and aunt. Luke has committed himself to the service of Ben Kenobi, one of the last of the legendary Jedi Knights and a sympathizer with the Rebel Alliance. Now, Luke, Ben, R2-D2 and C-3PO are bound for Mos Eisley Spaceport in Luke's landspeeder. There, they hope to find passage off Tatooine for the planet Alderaan to deliver R2 and his crucial message safely into rebel hands.
6: Luke! Luke! Huh? You've let us drift off course again. What? Most Isley spaceport is that way, over that ridge.
7: Oh, yeah, right.
6: That's the third time you've strayed, Luke. If you're tired, I could take over the controls or C-3PO. No,
3: no, no. It's just... I can't get it out of my mind, Ben. What they did to my aunt and uncle. I keep seeing it over and over. I understand, Luke. But I'm all
6: right, really. How are you two doing back there? Hanging on, 3PO?
1: Oh, yes, sir. How's R2? He says he's very well. Thank you, sir.
6: Luke, pull up there by the summit of the ridge. I want to take a moment's pause before we push on to Mos Eisley. We'll have a good view from up here. Ah, there it is, Luke. Most Eisley spaceport. It looks rather shoddy and disreputable for a spaceport.
1: If you didn't mind me saying so, sir... You
6: will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy in the whole galaxy. Come, Luke. We'll take a closer look. Ben! Hmm? I'll be all right.
1: I promise. I won't let you down.
6: No, I believe you won't, Luke. If you knew something of the Force... Its mental disciplines would be of great help to you now. But we shall have to wait until after we've left this planet to begin your training. For now, you must give your full attention to our mission. Our chances of success are small enough as it is. When we've reached our destination, there will be time to let your feelings come forth.
5: You're sure we can find passage to Alderaan down there?
6: Nothing is sure, Luke. But our best chance of doing it, and doing it without attracting attention, lies down there in Mos Eisley. Tramp freight haulers, smugglers, and pirates of all types pass through there constantly.
3: Oh, I've heard some wild stories about it.
6: There are a few questions asked down there, and most of those can be answered simply enough with cash. People mind their own business. It enhances their life expectancy. We should find just the sort of tough mercenary characters we need.
7: You sound as if you've done this kind of thing before. When I was
6: a Jedi Knight, and thereafter, I became familiar with a good many unusual people and places, my young friend.
3: What are we going to do about the droids? They could attract a lot of attention.
6: We shall have to deal with that problem as it arises. We certainly can't risk leaving them behind. R2 is far too important, and 3PO already knows too much for us to chance his falling into the hands of the Empire. Ben, (laughs) that girl in the message R2 brought you,
3: she said that she was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what?
6: If we were at the High Court of Alderaan, you'd be expected to refer to her as Your Highness, or the Princess Leia Organa. But I fancy that, uh, under the circumstances, she wouldn't mind if you referred to her with more brevity.
3: Mm. Okay. Princess, then. She said that the information stored in R2's memory banks was vital to the Rebellion. What do you think it is?
6: I don't know but I trust her not to exaggerate. We must believe her message absolutely and proceed on the assumption that the fate of the Rebel Alliance rests with us and with our two.
1: And she said her ship was under attack. Do you think she's
6: all right? She is alive almost certainly, but I don't doubt her circumstances are difficult. Imperial Inquisitors have some ugly ways of obtaining information from prisoners. She will have the means to resist for some while, but not indefinitely. It's one more reason for us to make haste to Alderaan. Come, we have business to attend to. To Mos Eisley.
3: Mos Eisley's crawling with Imperial Stormtroopers, Ben. You almost never see him on Tatooine.
6: Yes, there are more than I had foreseen.
3: Maybe we should try another way off-world.
6: No, our best hope still lies here. There seems to be a checkpoint up ahead. Take this side street.
2: I guess
3: it's like you said. The Empire's not stopping at anything to find three PO and R two. The stormtroopers
6: are not the opposition I fear most. The Emperor has other, more fearsome servants at his command.
1: Darth Vader, the one who killed my father.
6: He's the Uh, one. I believe that's another Imperial checkpoint, Luke. There seems to be no getting round them. I could turn around, make a run for it. It'd seal off the exit routes. Besides, that would put us right back where we started. Uh oh, that stormtrooper ahead is signaling for me to stop. Best to brazen it out. Do as he says and follow my cues. Answer any questions they ask, but otherwise, let me do the talking.
3: Fine with me. R2, 3PO, don't say a word. Yes, sir. You there, driver? Yes. How long have you had these two droids? Um,
6: about three or four seasons. They're there for sale if you want them. I have got
3: no use for them. We're looking for two stolen ones. You, let me see your identification and the ownership for these droids. But
6: uh, I was... You don't need to see his identification.
3: His identification, these
6: aren't the droids you're looking for. These aren't
3: the droids we're looking for. You can go on
6: about his business. You can go on about your business. Move along, Luke.
2: Move along. Move
6: along. Oh, yeah,
3: sure thing.
6: Are they looking at us? Um, no, they've stopped a robo hauler. I dare say they've forgotten us already, Luke.
3: And nobody's following us.
6: All the stormtroopers back there at the checkpoint seem otherwise occupied to me. <laughs>
3: Ben,
1: how did we get past them? I thought we were dead for sure.
6: You know, the force can have a strong influence on the weak-minded. You will find it a powerful ally. But how Uh, turn off here and go to the end of that side street. There's a cantina there. That's where we'll find what we're looking for.
1: Oh, you look at this place. Oh, my goodness. I've never seen so many non-humans in one place. Look, there's a myriad hammerhead over there. A lupinoid. Look, a couple
3: of tin-tin dwarves. Artu, oh, Look. Even the humans don't look human.
6: This cantina is a meeting ground and a place of business for half the shady goings-on in this part of space. Stay close to me. Artu 2 and 3PO, you two. Oh, yes,
3: sir. Hey, you. Huh? We don't serve that guy in here. <laughs> what? your droids. They'll have to
6: stay outside. We don't want them in here. Well, it's uh, best to do as he says. We don't want to attract attention. Do
5: You think we should risk leaving them alone?
6: Uh, there shouldn't be any problem so long as 3PO and R2 stay with the Landspeeder. If anything goes wrong, they can summon us from the doorway. Should I stay with them? No. It's best to have someone to guard one's back in this kind of place.
5: Whatever you say. Listen, 3PO, why don't you and
1: R2 wait outside by my speeder? We don't want any trouble. I heartily agree with you, sir. You heard what Ben said? Yes, sir. If there's any problem, we'll signal you from the
3: doorway. Back we go, R2. Uh,
1: 3PO? Yes,
6: Master Luke?
3: I'll bring you something. Oh, thank you. Here, let's step up to the bar.
6: <laughs>
2: Excuse me. Uh,
6: That spaceman standing there strikes me as a likely fellow with whom to make our preliminary inquiries. Order something for yourself, Luke. This may take some time. Okay. Excuse me, my friend. Huh? But I wonder if I might have a word with you. You're a Corellian spacer, are you not? What about it? I'm in the market to charter a fast starship, and I've been told by those in the know that the Corellian vessels are among the very
7: best. You heard right. Except that Corellians aren't among. We are the
6: best. Ah, splendid. And would you by any chance know of a starship that's available for hire?
7: If you'd have come in here yesterday, you could have had mine. But I'm committed to a charter. I raised ship tonight.
6: A pity. Uh, Perhaps you could recommend someone else.
7: Well, there aren't too many Corellians in port right now. And anybody else would be just a second rater. Let's see now. Oh, yeah, there's the Falcon.
6: Falcon? The
7: Millennium Falcon. Han Solo's ship?
6: And would this, uh, Han Solo be available a present for a job?
7: <laughs> I'd be surprised if he wasn't. I <laughs> ain't been doing so well lately. He was around here a little while ago. In fact, there's his first mate standing over there, mm-hmm. the giant shaggy one. A Wookiee. That's right, but a damn good first mate and co-pilot all the same. Hey, Chewbacca, come here. I got somebody for you to meet. Here's your drink, Ben. Oh, thank you, Luke. Oh, what do you say, Chewbacca? This fellow, he's looking for a ship. No, just
6: one quick trip.
7: You understand the Wookiee language?
6: Some, yes. Thank you, friend. You've been of great assistance to me.
7: Yeah, sure, old-timer. Glad to oblige. Guess I'll be shoving off. Clear skies to you, Chewbacca.
6: The Millennium Falcon. Is that the name of your ship? I was told she's fast. No, that will be more than satisfactory. I'm not looking for anything elaborate, Chewbacca. Just quick passage to Alderaan.
3: He doesn't like you, boy. I don't either. You just watch yourself. Sorry.
6: Uh, Chewbacca, is your Captain Solo available to discuss terms of hiring?
3: Wanted men, sonny. I've got the death sentence on me in 12 solar systems. I'll be careful.
6: Uh, pardon me a moment, Chewbacca.
3: You'll be dead.
6: Just a moment, please, my friend. This little one here isn't worth the effort. Come, let me buy you and your companion there something to drink.
3: Stay out of this, grandpa. I'll fix you when I finish with this little fool.
7: <laughs> now for you,
2: yo. No blasters. <laughs> Just about sliced well, four in half.
3: And he lopped sockies arm
1: clean off. Luke, are you hurt? Here,
3: let me help you out. Yes. Hey, you, the band. Who told you, you could take a break? Get back to work. Show's over, everybody. Are you all right, Luke? I knocked my head on something, but I'll be okay. Hey, some of you get those parties out of here. Go on, or you'll never get another free drink from me! Ben, I've never seen anything like that in my life. Your lightsaber was... It's with... a last resort, Luke. Never forget that.
6: Now, this is Chewbacca. He
3: is... A Wookie? <laughs> I've never
5: seen a real live Wookie before. Uh, yes,
6: quite. But he's also first maiden co-pilot on a ship that might suit our needs. His captain is nearby somewhere. Chewbacca will bring him to speak to us.
3: Gosh, Ben, he's enormous. Yes.
6: Oh, we must find a booth somewhere out of the way where we can wait. Uh, ah. Come, Luke.
1: Artu, do you see that large reptilian creature tethered over there, the one wearing the saddle? I believe that is what they call a duback. The creature Master Luke was telling me about. What? Imperial stormtroopers, where? Oh. Okay to be taking up positions to search the area. Come along, Artu. We'll have to go and attract Master do Luke's it. attention from the cantina doorway. It. Oh, 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 oh. Watch it, Joy! do you think you're shoving? I do beg your pardon, sir, but I wasn't shoving you. And I...
3: I say you were. Oh, go on,
1: read it before we take a wrench to your boat. Oh, that won't be necessary, sir. Come along, Artu. Damn droids. You look like the stormtroopers are forming up for a house-to-house search. Our only recourse is to hide. What do you mean, what if we can't? How should I know? I'm not programmed for deception and suspect behavior like some that I could mention. You're the one that got us into all this. Why don't you think of something? Oh, look, more stormtroopers. We're trapped. What should we do? What do you mean I'm supposed to be the intelligent one? I, wait. That used droid lot over there, come on. When we get there, Artur, stand at the end of the display line with me. Keep perfectly still. Don't make a sound.
3: What can I do for you?
1: You bought or sold any droids in the last few days?
3: Nah, business has been off. Last stock I moved was ten days ago. I haven't purchased any in even longer. You want to see my sales records? Not necessary. There will be a verification team by later. Come on, come on, and make sure you try every door you pass. If any are open, take a quick check inside. Ah, I wonder what that was all about. Hey, 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 what's this? What are you two doing standing there? Well, uh,
1: our master instructed us to wait here, sir. He's canvassing the area to see if anyone wants any
3: household maintenance jobs done. Well, don't stand right here on my lot, you half-wit. People will think you belong to me. Oh. I got enough trouble selling these old clunkers without you hanging around confusing things. Now move! Moving, sir. Come along, R2. Mm. Shh. Dern pesky droids. There's not one of them has the brains of a womp rat.
6: Boy, this guy's sure taking his time, Ben. I think this is him now. Hello, gents.
3: I'm Solo, captain of the Millennium Falcon. I'm pleased to meet you, Captain Solo. My first mate Chewbacca here tells me you're looking for passage to the Alderaan system.
6: Is that right? That is a fact we are. If yours is a fast ship.
3: <laughs> fast ship? You mean to tell me you've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have?
2: Where have you been?
3: Falcons. the ship that made the Kissel run at less than 12 parsecs.
6: Uh, Which would make you a spice smuggler, is that correct? (laughs) Well,
3: why don't we just say that I'm an independent businessman.
6: Very independent. In the best Corellian tradition? Uh, Yeah, I've been
3: known to Bendelar, too, on occasion. I've outrun Imperial warships. Not the local bulk cruisers, mind you, but the big ships in the line. The Falcon's fast enough for you all.
6: I believe we understand one another, you and I. What's the cargo? Only passengers. Myself, the boy here, two droids, and no questions asked. What is it you're running from? Some sort of local trouble. Let's just say that we'd prefer to avoid any imperial
3: entanglements. Well, that's the trick, isn't it? And it's going to cost you something extra. Ten thousand. What? In advance. 10,000? We could almost buy our own ship for that. Yeah, but who's gonna fly it for you, kid? You? You bet I could. I'm not such a bad pilot. Mike. Come on, then, we don't have to sit here Easy, and to... Luke.
6: <sighs> Captain Solo, we haven't that much cash with us, but we could pay you 2,000 now plus 15 more when we get to Alderan. Mm.
2: 17,
3: huh? Okay, you guys have got yourself a starship. Good. Oh, just a friendly word of advice. I'd better get the rest of my money when we hit Alderaan. Me and my partner don't like it when somebody
6: tries to cheat on a deal. You needn't worry. We'll keep our end of the deal if you live up to yours. I'd call that a real wise attitude, old man. We'll leave as soon as you're ready. Docking bay 94. 94. We'll meet you there with the money shortly. Good.
3: Hey. Hey. I saw what was left of a couple of small-time punks being carted out the front door a while ago. Your handiwork? I had no choice. They forced the fight. Well, no loss to society, but it looks like those stormtroopers over there noticed the remains. Dan! Wait, Luke. uh uh-uh, They're headed this way. I suggest the back door, gents. Right over there. Thank you, Captain Solo. The
6: pleasure's mine.
3: We'll meet you at the docking bay. Come, Luke. Right seen anything of an old man and a boy? Oh, no. Chewy? No. Mm. But then it's not our job to watch people, is it? Hey, bartender, I thought you said they came over here.
0: I said I thought
3: they did. Look, I got other things to do besides keep an eye on every single customer. All right, man, we'll check out the back door. Follow me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, those two guys must really be desperate. Seventeen thousand! This could really save my neck, Chewie. I wonder who they are. You say you dropped those two with a lightsaber? Who uses one of those antiques anymore? Me either. Still, we gotta play the hand the way it's dealt. Jabba the Hutt's getting a little anxious to be paid off. You go collect our gear. I got a couple of things to do. I'll meet you back at the falcon. We'll get ready to raise ship. Una puta solo. Oh, <laughs> sure, I'm going somewhere, Greedo. Put your gun up. I was on my way to see your boss. Tell Jabba the Hut that I got his money.
1: <laughs> Anything
3: you say, Greedo, just don't get nervous with that thing. <clears throat> you don't mind if I put my feet up and relax, do you? It's been a long day.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, Greedo, but this time I really got the money <laughs> I haven't got it with me. I just picked up a job. Tell heater and Jabba the Hat
1: the <laughs> uh,
3: Look, even I get bored sometimes. I had to dump that load of spice. Do you think I had a choice? Jabba. <laughs> Over my dead body. Yeah, I'll bet. Rest in peace, Guido. I can shoot just as well under a table as a crossed one. Hey, bartender. Yeah? Here. That's for your trouble. <laughs> Sorry about the mess. Now you've done it, Solo. Heater's gonna want your neck for sure. Yeah? You feel like standing in for him?
5: Uh, no, I didn't mean nothing. Then get huh? out of
3: my way. I'm raising ship.
7: Sure,
5: sure. Hey, and I, if
3: you see Heater or of the Hut, tell him I'll be back in a day or two.
0: I got a little quick money to make. Two droids, a young farm boy, and a veteran Jedi Knight caught up in a dangerous but vital mission are now joined in their journey by a reckless pair of smugglers and soldiers of fortune. Against them, an empire moves with all the power at its command. And the freedom of the galaxy will ride with the next liftoff of the Millennium Falcon. Episode 6 by Brian Daly, based on characters and situations created by George Lucas. Featured in the cast were Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, Anthony Daniels as C-3PO, Bernard Barons as Ben Kenobi, and Perry King as Han Solo. The series was directed by John Madden, with sound mixing and post-production by Tom Vigley, music by John Williams. Sound design for Lucasfilm by Ben Burt. Story editor for the series was Lindsay Smith. Casting and production coordination by Mel Saar. Executive producer was Richard Toskin. Executive producer for Lucasfilm was Carol Teitelman. Star Wars was presented by National Public Radio in association with KUSC-FM Los Angeles with the cooperation of Lucasfilm Limited.